It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, guys? It is Wednesday, July 3rd, 2019. This is Locked On Phillies. I'm Tim Kelly. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. And Aaron Nola was absolutely filthy last night as he outdueled Dallas Keuchel in the first game of what is a crucial three-game series in Atlanta. For the second time in three starts, uh, Aaron Nola lasted eight innings last night. He limited the Braves to just four hits. He didn't strike out ten batters for the third consecutive game, so still no Philly has done that since Kurt Schilling did it in his incredible 1998 season. But Aaron Nola settled after back-to-back ten strikeout games for an eight strikeout game, which isn't too shabby. Nola's ERA was 4.89 after he allowed five runs and a loss against the Braves on June 15th. But after last night's outing, it's down to 3.89, which, you know, this isn't going to be a season where he finishes at 2.37 where he was a season ago. But if he gets that down into the low threes or even close to that, it's going to be pretty remarkable considering how up and down, and that's probably being generous, his first three months were. Over his last three starts, Aaron Nola has allowed just one run. He's averaged nine over nine strikeouts during that span, and he has an 0.39 ERA. Most importantly, he's allowed just one home run over that stretch, and I said the Phillies desperately needed him to start pitching like vintage Aaron Nola. Well, he's done that. Uh, the deciding hit last night came in the fourth inning when Jay Bruce laced a two-run double into the right field corner. That scored both Gene Segura and JT Real Muto. Real Muto, who was announced as the Phillies' lone all-star over the weekend, he had a nice evening himself. He went one for three with a double off the wall in right field and a walk, but Jay Bruce's double proved to be the only run scored in the game. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, who really struggled in his first two starts as a Brave, he turned in a very nice outing last night, going seven innings. He allowed just five hits and two runs. He took the loss because Aaron Noll was even better than him, but he gave the Braves a really good chance to win the game. They just didn't take advantage of it. I don't think this changes uh, the fact that the Phillies were probably right to pass on him. Uh, I know Jack Fritz of WIP tweeted out something to the effect of there were eight balls last night uh, hit over 100 miles an hour off of him. I know some people get tired of hearing about exit velocity and the results of the results, but that isn't a great indicator of what's to come in the future, even if it didn't burn you one night. But I'm sure an opportunistic tweeter will disagree with that today if they didn't already do so last night. Here's another really nice development from last night's game. Hector Neres has only blown two saves this season. The first of those two blown saves came in Atlanta on June 15th when he allowed the Braves to win a game that the Phillies had in hand, and it came on that Brian McCann walk-off single in the left center field. He also, of course, gave up a walk-off home run to Nick Markakis last year on opening day in the infamous game where Gabe Kapler pulled Aaron Noll after just 68 pitches. Well, Gabe Kapler didn't pull Aaron Nola early last night. He let him throw 117 pitches over eight innings. I actually did have a guy tweet at me saying how ridiculous it was that Gabe Kapler didn't allow Aaron Nola to go back out for the ninth inning. 
I mean, some of these people you just you can't reason with. I get that there is a, a gray area on what type of pitch count you should pull a pitcher on, and I think it, it varies per pitcher. I, Gabe Kapler was right, absolutely, to put Aaron Nola back out there for the eighth inning last night. And I do think there's times when someone has 100 pitches, which is what Aaron Nola had after the seventh inning. That shouldn't alone be enough to pull him. If you think he and he thinks he's able to pitch another inning, then you at least have him start the inning and see where it goes, which is exactly what Gabe Kapler did. I do think there's a number you get to, and it's around 120, where it becomes dangerous for the pitcher to continue pitching. Not only for the results of the game, because I do think you there's only so many bullets you can throw, and at a, at a certain point, you run into trouble, and I think around 120 is that point, but also around 120 to 125 is where you run into problems with pitchers having lingering issues afterwards. Your body's just not meant to have that type of workload. All that said... Aaron Nola pitched 117 pitches over eight innings last night. Hector Neris came on for the save in the ninth inning, and he set the Braves down in order. Not only did he convert the save, but he did it in dominant fashion. He struck out the side, and that side included Josh Donaldson and Nick Markakis. And Markakis, of course, hit the walk-off home run against him last year. Some places become mental blocks for pitchers. Jonathan Broxton was an excellent reliever. It clearly became a a mental block for him to pitch against the Phillies. Hector Neris' lowest career moments have come in Atlanta and Los Angeles. And given that those are maybe the two best teams in the National League right now, certainly the Dodgers are the best team. We can debate who's the second. Having those the two places where you have a mental block when you're trying to compete to go to the postseason, that's less than ideal. But last night was a really good step in the right direction for Hector Neris in Atlanta, and it obviously came in a game that the Phillies needed badly. Today's show is brought to you in part by BlueChew.com. BlueChew provides the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis without the name brand price. And since it's a chewable, it works quicker than a pill, so you can be ready whenever a moment arises. They also ship to your house in a discreet package, so there's no awkward in-person doctor's visit or waiting in the line at the pharmacy. Right now, there's a special deal for Locked On Phillies listeners. Go to BlueChew.com and use the promo code MLB to take 20% off. That's BlueChew.com, promo code MLB for 20% off. Aaron Nola is rounding into peak form at the perfect time for the Phillies. The problem is that behind him, there's next to no stability. Zach Eflin has been probably the best pitcher for the Phillies so far this season. He had two early season complete games. But some of his peripheral numbers suggest that there's regression coming for him. Uh, We've talked about that a lot on the podcast. The Phillies had hoped for a bounce back season from Jake Arrieta. Well, he is a 4.43 ERA. It's not a small sample size anymore. It's almost half the season. He's over 100 innings, probably more than half the season. Uh, And then the number five spot has just become a hole for the Phillies. The most logical person internally that could step up and have a big second half is Nick Pavetta. Uh, Nick Pavetta did, after being demoted early in the season to AAA, he spent more than five weeks there. He posted a 1.80 ERA in his first three starts after being recalled. Obviously, the biggest of those was a uh, complete game against the Cincinnati Reds on June 8th at Citizens Bank Park. But since then, Pavetta has allowed seven home runs and posted a 7.13 ERA in his last three outings. 
The Phillies will obviously need much more than that tonight as Pavetta takes on a lineup that despite struggling last night against Aaron Hall, this is one of the best and deepest lineups in baseball. Pavetta had a strange outing in Atlanta on June 15th. He, like Aaron Hall last night, was allowed to throw 117 pitches. He probably shouldn't have been, though. He had... Uh, he pitched six and two thirds innings, allowed eight runs or allowed eight hits, and gave up four runs. However, if he had come out after six innings, he would have just allowed two runs, and it would have been one of the best starts of the season. We'll see what type of leash he's given. That was a strange one where Gabe Kapler allowed him to come back out for the seventh inning. He gave him uh, that leash, and then he came out, visited him on the mound, and allowed him to stay in. And that's one of my pet peeves in baseball. I know there's a cool scene in Angels in the Outfield where the manager comes out and leaves the pitcher in because the kids say there's an angel with them. Well, this isn't a Disney movie. When you have to come out as the manager to the mound, unless it is Max Scherzer on the mound, and even in that case, if you're coming out to the mound, I don't like the idea 99 times out of 100 of keeping the pitcher in because it almost never leads to good things. But Nick Pavetta was given a big leash in that game, and if he is able to go six or seven innings tonight, that would be giant for the Phillies. Uh, Bryce Wilson is going to pitch for the Braves, the 21-year-old. Uh, he entered the season as a Braves' number 5 overall prospect, and the Braves have done, as you see by their Major League team, a very good job of developing talent. But he's only made three starts this year at the Major League level, and he has an 8.31 ERA. If he sounds familiar, it's not just because he spells Bryce with an S. He, one of his three starts this season came in Philly. It was on Sunday Night Baseball in the opening series of the season. In that game, he pitched against Jake Arrieta. He allowed four runs and walked four in three and a third innings. Uh, at Triple A Gwinnett this season, he has a 3.79 ERA. So. He's been serviceable at AAA. I do think once you've cracked the majors, it's often difficult to get up for AAA starts, no matter what you tell yourself. But he's making a second consecutive start at the major league level. And uh, with Mike Sirocco looming tomorrow for the Braves, and if you haven't seen how good he's been this year, Pete Alonso to me is going to run away with the rookie of the year, but Sirocco is having a hell of a season. With him looming Thursday... It would behoove the Phillies to clinch a series win tonight. We shall see if they do that. Today's show is brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. You can read my work on philliesnation.com and follow me on Twitter at Tim Kelly Sports. I'll talk to you guys next time. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.